Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart fills the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. The pre-existence of God. Is there such a, such a record? Did God in former times dwell on the earth? And if so, was he seeable? What did he say? What did he do? The preexistence of God. What is the Bible? What does the Bible tell us about God? And what that which it tells us, is it reliable? What is it? What is the King James Bible? Let's take a look at some statements and see. Statements matter. Facts matter. The Bible itself asks the question, what is truth? Truth matters. And that question, what is truth, deserves an answer. And the King James Bible gives us some things that are true. I've spoken about those things in speaking of the image of God. But let's get back to the record. Is there a record of the preexistence of God on earth? There's a question in the King James Bible saying, will God in very deed dwell on the earth? That was looking forward. We know now that the Son of God is dwelling on earth with men. He is seeable, and the facts are in his favor, and the facts are many. The, the pre-existence of God. First John chapter 5, verse 11 says this, and this is the record. Record of what? Well, John chapter 6, verse 29 tells us, this is the work of God. This is the work of, the work concerning, the work about, the work having to do with God. So back to 1 John 5, 11. And this is the record. We can say based on the 
uh, statement there coming from John 6.29 that this is the record of God. Uh, I'll tell you this right away. Uh, If you're thinking Jesus, forget that, okay? Jesus in the King James Bible is a fictitious character. So the record which we speak of is not concerning Jesus, but God. Okay? As in God the Father. So two statements already. This is the record. This is the work concerning God. Let's move on. Was God here on the earth? That question again. The King James Bible is a witness to the preexistence of the Lord on earth. That's what the facts have shown, and I'll present you some of the some of those facts. Now I've present, been presenting facts on this matter and subject for a long time. Okay, I I may not have used the word the pre you know preexistence and all like that. I might not have used the word record concerning God much, but I've spoken on this many times. So this is just taking, looking at it from a different perspective, although the facts that I'll bring up, most of them, many of them, I've already brought before your attention. Okay? So the King James Bible is a witness. This is an answer to the, an answer to the question. What is the King James Bible? According to my analysis and my examination of King James Bible content, the King James Bible is a witness to the preexistence of the Lord God on earth in human form. Right? And we're talking about real figures, real human beings, not spirits. Okay, because the God that the King James Bible speaks of is not, is not a spirit, and was not a spirit, or were not spirits. They were human beings. They were men. Let's move on. Exodus thirteen verse fourteen asks the question: What is this? What is this? Then you have a question mark. What is what? What is this? When you're reading the Bible and you see the and you come upon this question and it says, What is this? It's asking you that with regard to itself. What is this? What is the King James Bible? What is this book that you are reading? What is it? Well, we were already told in first John five eleven, this is the record. And then we went on to say, this is the work of God. This is the record concerning God. This is the work, the King James Bible, is the work concerning, about, and having to do with the subject, God. All right? So we've answered that question, what is this? The King James Bible is a record concerning or regarding God. 
the God, the Lord God. So that's, that question is answered. And I've said the record is about God. First John 5 verse 9 says, For this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. Now, just in recent days, I've been uh, informing you of that witness, the record that God the witness that God has given concerning his son. That son has been identified as well as the father has already been identified. Okay? That's why we have Law Master Archive. You can always go there to get relevant, to get more information from our archive, Law Master uh, Archive. This is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. Now, but this matter here, we're concerned with God, not the son so much. Although the son will come up, I doubt if I get to it in this episode, but it does concern the son as well. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 23 says, I call for a record a record on the subject dealing with God has been called for. It is called for. A record on God, concerning God, is called for. All right? And we've already said, First John 5.11, this is the record. What is the record? Where is the record? The record is the King James Bible. One can say the record is found in the King James Bible. Either way is well. The record is there in the book concerning God as well as concerning his son. So the record is identified. The record is that which is found in the King James Bible, which I've been speaking on from so long, okay? Now, let's get to some statements here. But before we do that, let's do this. Uh, let's see here. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 11 says this. For there is no remembrance of former things. I find that statement to be not so. Because I've already said and been speaking on in this episode here that there is a record. The the record is for the purpose of remembering. Remembering something having to do with the past and that something having to do with the past is concerning the subject, God. So this statement, you can mark it in your notes. Ecclesiastes 1, 11. For there is no remembrance of former things. That statement is found to be, is found to be not so. 
there is a remembrance of former things because there's a book of remembrance. That book, let me just read the statement first. Malachi chapter 3, verse 16. A book of remembrance was written. That's very important. A book of remembrance was written. Wow. We talk about this is the record. We talk about this is the work concerning and about and having to do with God. A book of remembrance was written. This is historical information. This is historical information on God. This is historical information on the pre-existence of God on earth with men. You know, there's a statement in Matthew chapter 1 which says this. It just Three words, I believe. It says, God with men. Just three words. God with men. A book of remembrance was written. <laughs> what is that book of remembrance? You may have guessed it. That book of remembrance is the King James Bible. The book of remembrance spoken of in Malachi 3, verse 16, is a reference to the King James Bible. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 14 says this, Of these things put them in remembrance. We're just looking at one thing now, and that's God. Was God ever on the earth? All the evidence says yes. The King James Bible says yes. The Book of Remembrance, the King James Bible. Okay, so now I will give you some statements. Historical information. In the Book of Remembrance, the King James Bible. Psalm 62, verse 11 says, God has spoken once. What does once mean? I call upon Webster. Once means here at some time in the past. The King James Bible in Psalm 62, verse 11 says, God has spoken at some time in the past. That's recorded. That's that's part of the record of God. Put them in remembrance of these things. Yeah, that God has spoken at some time in the past. Forget about spirit, okay? This is not about spirit. This is about God in human form on earth with men. Okay? So now that's the point there. God has spoken once. He has spoken at some time in the past. 
Psalm 50, verse 1. The mighty God, even the Lord, all caps, has spoken. These are historical facts on the pre-existence or the pre-existent God. He's spoken at some time in the past. Then in Psalm 50, verse 1, the mighty God, even the Lord, that Lord is written using all capital letters. I call I call that Lord all caps. The mighty God, even Lord all caps, has spoken. And we know it's saying is in agreement with Psalm 62, verse 11, God has spoken once. Both statements are saying God has spoken uh, at some time in the past. These are re- recorded facts on the pre-existent God so that there's a record. We're reading the record. John 1 verse 10 says, he was in the world. Now, the Son of God is in the world as well, okay? But we're talking about the former God or gods as they were. It wasn't just one God, okay? There were many gods, but there was always only one God with a capital G at a time. All right? He was in the world. He has spoken at some time in the past. Two statements on that. He was in the world, Exodus 24, verse 10, and they saw the God of Israel. What does that tell us? We're reading from the record. And they saw the God of Israel. They saw him. If there's such thing as a spirit, you can't see it. They saw God. That's what the record says here. They saw the God of Israel. And Exodus 24, 11 backs it up saying, they saw God. What does that tell us about the preexistent God? That he was, they were seeable. They were in the flesh. They were knowable. They were touchable. They were human beings. You can't see spirit. Okay? You can't see it. The book says, the record says, he was in the world. He has spoken at some time in the past. They saw. This has nothing to do with spirituality. This is not, these are, okay, this is just real talk. Okay? Real talk. What is truth? We're dealing with the truth concerning the preexistent God. They spoke. They were seeable. They were hearable. They were leaders. Um, they were okay. Let's go on. They saw the God of Israel. They saw God. First Samuel three verse seventeen. What is the thing that the Lord has said unto thee? Now, the Lord's, the Lord all caps word is in the King James Bible. So they, at, now it's getting personal to me. I thought I would put this in there. Because this is what the record 
is asking. It says, what is the thing that the Lord all caps has said unto thee? Amos 3 verse 1 says, hear this word that the Lord all caps has spoken. Jeremiah 30 verse 2, this is what Lord all caps, the God of Israel, says. What does he say? He says, write in a book all the words that I have spoken to you. That's what he says to me. Now, you can take that yourself, okay? You may just read it, read it, I mean. You may just have read it. Your preacher may maybe just have read it, but nobody has done it. I did it. I obeyed it. I have written the words that Lord Allcaps has spoken to me. I have kept the commandments. I have obeyed the commandments that Lord all caps, according to the record, has spoken to me. You may not have done those things. Your preacher, your pope and all, haven't done those things. At least I haven't found any record wherein someone has done any of those things that we're talking about in obedience to Lord all caps. Okay. Moving on. Now, we're reading from the record. Don't forget that. The record has to do with God, who is called Lord. And that Lord is written using all capital letters. Right? The pre-existent God has spoken at some time in the past. He was in the world. Men could hear him. Men heard them. That's why we have a record. He was heard. They saw God. He was seen. He was visible and not invisible. He was knowable. He was touchable. He was a human being. But keep in mind, there were, there were, uh, throughout that era, that, that era, there was more than just one human being that bore the title God with the capital G. Their children were gods as well, but their God or gods is written with a small g. Children of God, grandchildren, Okay, the children of God. That's why the Bible speaks about the children of God, the people of God. All right? Now, so I told you the thing that the Lord has said to me, uh, and just notice that progression. They saw God. Then it asked the question, 1 Samuel three seventeen. what is the thing that the Lord all caps has said unto thee, unto you? Amos 3, 1 says, hear this word that Lord all caps has spoken. Jeremiah 30, verse 2. This is what the Lord all caps, the God of Israel, says. So we have his spoken word. The record bears the Lord's, the pre-existent God's spoken word. He said to me, write in a book all the words I have spoken to you. He also said to me, the statement in John 14, verse 19, because I live, 
ye shall live also. And I've lived up to this point, this time. Okay? Hebrews 1 verse 2 says, God hath in these, let me skip that one right now. I hope to come back to it. Hebrews 11 verse 4 says, and by it, he being dead, yet speaketh. Our first statement says, God has spoken once. He has spoken at some time in the past. Now it says, by it, he, the same God, being dead, yet speaketh. How is that so? Well, it says, by it. What is the it? The it is the King James Bible. By it, the King James Bible, he, God, being dead, yet speaks. <laughs> Isn't that something? You can tell these simple facts, simple facts about God. They're not hard to understand. God still speaks through the Bible. He being dead. Now, that's a key point there that preachers don't deal with. I know black preachers don't. God was dead for a long time. You have in the man, Tommy L. Hart, the the restoration of God. God the person. The restoration of God the person. And we have more to say about that. And, and I hope in this episode we have more to say about that. But that's, that, that's what the book says. Okay, God has spoken that sometime in the past, two times. Uh, it said uh, he was in the world. He was seeable. They saw the God of Israel. They saw God. Then we have these other statements that came afterwards. What, has, what is the thing the Lord God has said unto me? Tommy L. Hart, as I said, you could have applied that to yourself, all right? And I've told you a couple of things that Lord God has said to me from the book, from the record on God, all right? By it, he being dead. Now, there's a statement in the Bible, and that statement says, uh, I don't want to misquote it. Let me get myself together. I didn't write it. I did not write it down. Uh, God is no more. Anyway, the statement says this: all right, that God is dead. Okay. Then there's another statement that says something to this effect: Israel, Israel has been a long season without the true God. Why? How is that so? Because God was dead. Who killed him? What did he die of? I've said this several times on Blog Talk Radio. The Gentiles wage war against God and his people. And their purpose was to take out God and put down his people, which purpose the Gentiles accomplished. So from that time to this time, 
there was no word from God because he was dead. As the statement says here in Hebrews 11, verse 4, by it, he being dead, yet speaks. Okay, that's a clear statement on God from the record. He being dead, yet speaketh. From the King James Bible. From the King James Bible. That's a very important point because that is not taught. I know uh, in and around black people, that is not taught. All right? But that is fact, okay? That is fact. That the Bible asks what is truth. Truth is, he being dead yet speaketh. What is truth? In former days, they saw the God of Israel. What is truth? They saw God back then during that time. What is truth? God has spoken at some time in the past. What is truth? He was in the world. He, God, was in the world. What is truth? You know, by it, he being dead, I just gave you an example of what Lord God has said to me. I gave you two or three examples of it. And he said many things to me, and I've been talking about those things on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Probably in most of my episodes, I'll say, the Lord or God said to me or whatever, you know, something like that. You know, okay? You could have been doing the same thing. All right? Now, you may not have been God, but there are some things you could have done. Let's move on. Exodus 20, verse 1. And God spake all these words, saying, and if you want to read that, you'll see what men call the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are cited. And God spake all these words, saying. That's part of the record of God. The record concerning the pre-existent God. The King James Bible is found to be, it, it is found to bear record or bear witness to the pre-existence of God. Now, obviously, one must conclude that if the Gentiles know these things, then they have kept these things from certain other people, like black people. Okay? But black people have no excuse now. They say they can read. In America, black people have been freed almost 60, almost 160 years, if not 160. I know it's somewhere around that number, 160 years. 160 years and black people today in America do not know any more about King James Version content than the slaves knew. That's a sad commentary on black people. Yet they say they can read. They make the statement, I can read. But their actions, when it comes to, to the Bible, their actions declare to all they cannot read when it comes to the Bible. 
not even the preachers. The preachers can't read, and the people sitting in the, sitting in the making up the con, uh, congregation can't read the Bible by their actions. Let's move on. We're talking about the preexistence of God. The Bible is a real book. The Bible is a is an authoritative book on the subject of God. The Bible is that book of remembrance. And and specifically I'm speaking about the King James Bible is that book of remembrance. Very important. This information was so important, they put it in a book. Don't ask me who they. I'm just glad I have the book. We have a record concerning God in the past. A record having to do with the pre-existent God. God was. God was here on the earth. That's what the record says. I read from the record, and the facts do do not lie. This is recorded. This is historical evidence having to do with the preexistence, the preexistence of God. Historical evidence, the facts about God, the facts about the the former gods, the truth about the former gods. Yes, God has spoken to you. Uh, When preachers teach from the Bible, they say, God said, uh, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, this and that. That's the laws of just about every land, if not every land. Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal. But God said, uh, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Okay, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Now, the record. What we have in the King James Bible is knowledge of the existence of God. God was seeable, hearable, touchable, uh, knowledgeable. We have knowledge of the preexistence of the King James Bibles, Lord God. Here, let me say this. The, the evidence shows, the record shows and says God was here on the earth in human form. He spoke. Men saw him. He was involved. He was touchable, knowable, seeable, and he was concerned for his people. The book of remembrance, the book that is on the preexistence of God, knowledge so important, so significant, they put it in a book, and they call a book the book of remembrance. And you have that book in the King James Bible. It is a book of remembrance. A book of remembrance of the preexistence 
of God on earth with men. Now, let me take these last few minutes. Now, those are facts concerning the Lord God, okay? Those are facts concerning the preexistence of God on earth, uh, on earth, those facts that I read. Here I, I show 11. There may, it may have been slightly more, but anyway, I, I show here 11 statements that I gave on from the record of God on his preexistence. Now, John 14, verse 19, and I said this when I was reading the other statements uh, from the record, and all these statements come from the record, okay? All these things are historical facts, proof of the preexistence of God, because somebody, somebody did not want this information to be forgotten. And Malachi 2 uh, uh, Malachi 3.16 says, so a book of remembrance was written. We know that God has existed on earth, and now we know, uh, having the Son, that God exists again on the earth with men. In the Son, Tommy L. Hart. The record of God bears that out, that the man, Tommy L. Hart, he meets the criteria for the Son of God. The record says he is the Son of God. This is truly the Son of God. However, the statement says it, something to that effect. Okay, let's read some of these, though. Because I live, ye shall live also. I read that when I was giving the other historical statements and facts on God, truth on God. Uh, John 14, verse 19, the world seeth me no more, but ye see me. That's a true fact. I, I saw God in the King James Bible. That's what he's talking about. Now, for more information on that, go to the Lawmaster Archives. If you Go if you just go through the last say 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 forty okay it's not that many but if you just go through the last forty episodes you'll see all of this information come up all right Ecclesiastes one nine and this is what I wanted to get to the thing that has been it is that which shall be so the question is what has been and what is that which shall be. Well, we know what shall be. What uh, we know that in Isaiah chapter forty, verse ten, it says, "The Lord God will come." Okay, that's the, the book says it is that which shall be. So the question is, what is that which shall be? The that is one of the that's is the Lord God will come. He has already come. All right. But the statement just the statement says the thing that has been it is that which shall be, that and then it goes on to say that which is done is that which shall be done, All right? The thing that has been, God was in former times. God was God lived on the earth in former times. All right, that's the thing that is the thing that has been. 
it is that which shall be. So we have a continuation now because that's, that statement in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 10, is fulfilled. The Lord God, the statement says, the Lord God will come. The truth is, the Lord God has come. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 10, that statement is fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. So that's what Ecclesiastes 1, 9, when it says, the thing that has been, God was in the past, it is that we shall be, God is now. God is living on the earth now. Then it goes on to say, the thing that has been, it is that which shall be. Okay, I read the same statement. It, go, it says next, that which is done is that which shall be done. Then it says in Ecclesiastes 1.9, there is no new thing under the sun. So when I speak about the Son of God being on earth alive at this time, I'm not speaking about a new thing. I'm not speaking about something that has never been done before. It's an old thing because because of the preexistent God. Okay? Because of the preexistent God. God was on earth at one time in the past. Now God is again on earth in this present time. So then, the presence of God on earth in the person, Tommy L. Hart, a human being, is not a new thing uh, having to do with God. It's not new. <laughs> it's not new at all. So don't even think it's strange when I say, you know, when I speak on the Lord God and all. The Lord God the Son. Okay. Now, Lord God the Son is God because God the Father is dead. Because remember, men die. All men die. One day, I'll be gone. Okay? So when the Bible says he, in Jeremiah, he is the living God, it's talking about the man, the son of God, whose name is Tommy L. Hart at this particular time. Because at this particular time, the man Tommy L. Hart is the son of God. He is God the son. Okay? Simple things, not hard to understand, not hard to follow. Let's move on. Ecclesiastes 2.16. Seeing that which now is in the days to come shall all be forgotten. No, remember the book of remembrance. The book of remembrance counteracts forgetting, the forgetting of men. That's why we have the book of remembrance. And then with regard to the son, you have the works of the son. The works of the, of the son are to be remembered just as the works of the preexistent God. Ecclesiastes 3.15, that which has been is now. Isn't that something? That is so true. God has been at once, once upon a time, there was God. 
Then for a period of time, there was no God, no living God. And then it came the time when Isaiah chapter 40, verse 10, was fulfilled. And the Lord God came and made himself known. The, the, the former gods were no different. Men knew. People heard. There's God over there in su- at such and such a place. The Gentiles knew it. Otherwise, how could they reason and uh, come together and plot against God saying, uh, you know, if they didn't know that God was there? Their mission was to take out God, kill God, put down his people, and what does the Bible, the records say that they did with his people, all those that they did not kill? They scattered them abroad in the lands of the Gentiles. That's record. That's on record. That's in ink. The record concerning God and his people. So the record does not only speak about God, it speaks about his people. It does not only speak about the preexistent gods, it speaks about God's people. The preexistent gods were of the same people, okay? Now, we're just about finished. That which has been is now. God was in the past. God is present now on earth with men at this present time. Ecclesiastes 3.15, and that which is to be hath already been. Which is to be. That which is to be is now. That which was to come has already come. And it has already been before in former times. The Son of God is here. He is the God. He is the living God, the man Tommy Hart. And that's not a new thing. It has happened and it was done in former days when the gods ruled. The gods are real people. The Bible speaks about the gods. Real people. Okay? Then the record goes on to say in Acts 21, verse 22, they will hear that thou art come. Some people have heard that I have come, that the Lord God has come, as promised and predicted. The record says they will hear that thou art come. They're here because I tell them. I've told them that I'm here. And they can check the facts to see if I am actually, in, you know, indeed the Son of God according to the record God has given of his Son. Acts 21, verse 21. They are informed of thee. John four twenty five. when he is come, he will tell us all things. Now, now we've moved on to the Son, okay, the man, Tommy heart. When he is come, he will tell us all things. That's John four twenty five. The phrase can be, we can remove, we can uh, delete or, you know, 
not consider the word when because the other three words have come to pass, which say he is come. He has come. Okay? They will hear, Acts twenty one twenty two. they will hear that thou art come, and men have heard, and men can still hear even when I'm gone because of Long Master Archives and various other things. Okay? Twitter. All right? Books. Okay? So, when he is come, fact is, what is truth, he has come. Talking about John 4.25. He has come. And I have spoken on all things. I've done much speech on that. All things. So, you have it there. I've told you. I've given you important points on the pre-existence of God. And then I gave you some points on the present living God, the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is very exciting. Truth is exciting. Truth is not what I want to make it. Truth is what it is. Truth is what the facts show it to be. Truth. I have no reason and I have no need and no desire to deceive anybody with anything that I teach. My goal is to teach truth and answer the question, what is truth? Truth is God existed in the past. God was taken out for a while by the Gentiles, and now God, God is here again in the flesh with men, and his name is Tommy L. Hart. Always follow me on Twitter. Do not forget, uh, always make Long Nights Archives your dwelling archive, your dwelling place. Don't forget to go by Amazon Bookstore, order from my list of books, my name, Tommy with a Y, L, middle initial, heart, H-A-R-T, slash prodigy. That's the name of my series of books, Pro- prodigy, the prodigy. Okay, so you have Tommy L Hart slash Prodigy uh, when you go to uh, purchase your books from me through Amazon.com. Join me next time. God did live. God lives again.